Yeah, welcome back, guys. This is uh, the co-host uh, TYB, and this is the co-host Goon. This is the Aledia last episode of K-pop fighting for this year, actually. Yeah, so, the time flies, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, I mean, it just there were so many things going on for you, of course, too, and for me. So, like, it was very, what should I say? Very, very. Hectic moment, I guess. Yeah. So like, before we move on to like our you know, talk, normal talk, why don't we like share like each like one memorable thing we did, I guess, for this year? Because uh, there's got to be a lot of for you, Gyun. I mean, you started your career basically this year, right? Yeah. Uh. So it was my first year, like as like an official artist in my label. Yeah. So. Uh, I got to start working on my album, which is gonna come out in two months. Yes. Uh, and also, that one time I performed in LA. Uh, yeah, that was a really memorable moment for me. Also this year. Well, for LA, like what, like, you were in front of the audiences, right? Actual audiences. Yeah, it was probably like a thousand people in That's front of me. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it it was like a festival uh, performance, so. Yeah, it was like my first festival uh, stage that I've been up to, mm. but it was in America, right? Yep, so yep, yep. it was, yeah, it was a really, really special experience, and all the, the the studio sessions that I had there, all the parties that I've been there, yeah, it was all part of like a really memorable experience. Sounds good, but it's a only just the start of your journey so yeah for sure I hope you'll see more yeah of your work next year hopefully yeah for me I did a lot but probably the most memorable thing is I finished translate one of my work in English wow so it's published it will be publishing published next month January sometime on January I'll, I'll share it with you guys whenever it's done but like that was a very big thing because like it kind of feel more complete complete yeah like because i even i guess one th we are very different people me and you like with different we're as you see different generation and i'm a writer and he's a musician and everything but like yeah. one thing i think that kind of we're at the same position and the reason that we're doing the same project is because both of us are like concentrated more on the western market or u.s english speaking market I yeah guess. for sure yeah so like Although I wrote novels, like, this is not my first novel or anything. I finished, like, three novels and, like, more than, e like, year and a half or two years of career. But, like, this, the translated version, like, English translated version is, like, to me, like, a starting point. Mm -hmm. And it kind of feel completed finally when it was translated into English. So it was a very big deal and I can't yeah. wait to show it to you the audience or the readers yeah so that's, that's great that was for me like a big moment mm -hmm. yeah that was like our like good it was like a good year for us i guess it yeah was, it definitely was yeah so hopefully next year like we'll do more energy with the podcast like after like Gyun's album is released i'll try to do something more but i'm not sure what we'll, we'll see that later so yeah. see how things goes yeah, so that's, like, what we were doing, and, like, I ca we kind of add on to a new corner of, like, sharing one song and, like, its story behind it. Yeah. And today I chose H.O.T.'s Happiness. Yeah. It's, like, old songs, like, 
twenty five years old. Or yeah, but it's a classic. It's a cla- classic. I mean, H.O.T. is probably like the you can say H.O.T. is the first K-pop boy band. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like so, the modern way of K-pop. Yeah, because like Teji Boys and Deuce, so, like those guys are. Do you? We'll talk about DJ Deuce next week. Next week, but like those guys are. It's hard to say they're K-pop. It's more more like a band. Yeah, band. A more natural way of band, like you know, like a. It's more natural, like like, Black Eyed Peas. Yeah, or, organic type of like, Green Day. Yeah, Fuji's that yeah. kind of. It's it's harder to say. It's not a boy band or mm-hmm. K-pop. More like you know, industrial, more planned or anything. But H.O.T. clearly is a more, planned idol. So yeah. But like, that it's their like second album's title, Happiness, and I want to actually talk about this because of uh, Lee Sun Yoon because uh, Lee Sun Yoon committed suicide. Like we were recording this, and it was yesterday, right? Yeah, he passed away last uh, Wednesday. Yeah. So yesterday, basically, for us, right now it's Thursday, twenty mm-hmm. eighth. So like, it is very shocking things, and like. We don't know a whole lot about crime, and you know this is not a true crime podcast or anything. So, no. so we, we so like our point is not talking about like what the incident that happened, but like he was probably the biggest Korean actor globally, like for now. Yeah, along with like Lee Jung Jae. Yeah, probably. And, yep, yep, yep. Uh, yeah, so he was like really on a global level. Yeah, and because. Of his work in Parasite and Nayajashi and Ghostwork, those are well known one. But like, the Killing Romance is a very <laughs> Wes Anderson type indie movie. Yeah. I'm not sure if you guys can watch it ever, <laughs> but like I watched it. It was about actually K-pop. Basically, it was about K-pop star got in love with the rich man who owns the island, uh-huh. who's Lee Sung Yoon. Yeah. But actually, though. He's, marriage, he's yeah. like a psycho, right? Yeah, yeah, and the marriage became a shithole, and she's trying to get away from him, but uh-huh. she can't, so she asked one of her fans to kill him. Yeah. Murder him, basically. That's the yeah. story. I mean, it's very Wes Anderson, very black comedy and everything. Yeah. And every time Lee Sun-Yoon seduces uh, this K-pop star, he sings H.O.T.'s Happiness. Oh, wow. In a very comical way. I it was a, It's really funny, funny theme and to me it was one of the first try for Korean movie scene to actually grasp the power of K-pop in their movie mm-hmm. it was a bit old but like it felt old when I meant it but, but it was a good movie so if you guys can watch it I really recommend you guys to watch it and here Lee <clears throat> Sung-Yoon's performance was really amazing as an actor oh my gosh and there was a movie called Sleep Oh, yeah. That was a good yeah. one. Did you watch that one? Yeah, I actually did. <coughs> How was it? Uh, You know, I, I gotta say, the plot, uh, it was very interesting. Yeah. Uh, it's like a Hitchcock type of movie. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, yeah, I gotta say, it it, it isn't like that one of those, uh, so, like, the, with the crazy plot twist or anything, but it was actually really... Uh, really uh suspenseful and yeah, yeah. really really interesting to watch at least like the first half it oh, was yeah i mean even the end i liked it it was different though yeah yeah 
I would say it was like uh, so like let me introduce you what the movie is about it's like a two just married couple mm-hmm. yeah and then they figure out Lee Seon Yoon the husband is like sleepwalking yeah and he's doing weird things I, I, I think it's safe to say he's almost possessed possessed and dangerous he looks very dangerous so like uh, even the wife is scared as hell because of Lee Seon Yoon the husband that kind of yeah it, it happens pretty much only in the apartment and that's the point of this movie so it's kind of like you know Hitchcock's Rare Window type of movie oh, yeah. with the thriller and suspense and everything it's a really good movie and unlike Killing Robins I'm pretty sure you guys can watch Sleep at somewhere Wait, wait, what happened to Killing Romance? Uh, it's not as successful. So oh, I'm oh, not sure oh. if you can watch it in Netflix or anything. But like Sleep, I think it was a pretty successful movie. It so, was, actually. So I think, I'm pretty sure it's going to be out somewhere. Yeah. So Killing Romance, uh, I, I haven't watched it yet. But, you know, after you told me about the movie, you know, I like searched through the, the internet and the images and stuff. And it was really, really uh, different from like, the typical Korean movies. Not at all. It's very dis- distorted, yeah. Yeah, the tone and manner was really, really artistic. Yeah. And the plot itself was very <laughs> anti-plot in a way. It, like, it doesn't make any sense. It is, it is. It's mm-hmm. very not Korean movie style, but I actually enjoyed it. So Yeah, yeah. who doesn't uh, like... I, who doesn't like change? Uh, sure. Yeah. It's, it's a wacko movie, but that kind of change was something I liked about the movie, so... Yeah, so we would, like, I mean, like, now he's dead, so, like, with all the problems, you can just, we can, you know. Set it aside. Yeah, set it aside and, like, you know. Yeah, and, you know, despite all the all the controversy that has happened recently and all the, the you know, the controversies, like, we can set it aside and, yeah, his work is... Never gonna be away. Yeah, we can so, talk about his moment. Yeah, yeah, we can just talk about it, and like, I- I'm just gonna wish him, uh, you know, to rest in peace. Yeah, me too. He's, yeah, it, he was one of my favorite actors. It was, yeah, and re- I really enjoyed his recent works like Sleep and Killing Romance. So yeah. to me, I just feel whatever that happened feels so bad about it. So like, yeah, I want to like, yeah, pray for his like. Family and family and him and everything and also like to like I want to kind of like you know pay tribute to his work so that's kind of why we want to talk about his work a little bit yeah so that's too yeah so may him rest in peace yes so let's change the mood and go to like today's episode and today we're gonna talk about NCT Dream yes but before we talk about NCT Dream we kind of have to talk about NCT. Yeah. Which is very complicated. I mean, everyone who listens to this podcast, I assume, would listen and know yeah. NCT. And it is uh, a pretty uh, well-known uh, concept, principle by now. I mean, they're but, very successful now. Yeah, but still, my uh, my parents don't understand about this concept. <laughs> so we got to uh, explain it to y'all. Yeah, <laughs> so let's talk about it. Like, So, yeah, w- what is NCT, you? Uh it's like an acronym for uh, Neo Culture Technology. <coughs> yep. Which is like the the new SM. It's not new, but it's like SM project. It is. It is. Uh, and 
NCT. Like, they have all this, like, crazy world uh, building they have done. Mm-hmm. Like, the dreaming and all the, like, meeting, like, Gwangya and stuff. But I don't know too much about that. So, but, like, briefly, there's, like, this mega te- team called NCTU, which is, like, all the rosters. Yeah, it's, like, the, united everyone, yeah. Oh, yeah, united. Yeah, that's, that's like, the perfect... perfect term for it and like this NCT dream which is like consisted of the younger teenage members but they're all like grown ups now Uh, and NCT 127 which is like uh, for designated for Seoul in Japan uh, yeah 127 is like uh, altitude uh, or something yeah it's probably like the altitude of Seoul Korea so we can say it is based in Seoul, uh, and the, the <coughs> members in general are a little bit more older mm-hmm. and uh, mature. The concept is more mature. Yeah, the concept is more mature and very uh, intense mm-hmm. in some points. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there is Wavy, uh, which is like a team based in China. Yep. And I believe there's, like, another team that's going to launch next month. Like NCT Hollywood or something? No, no, no. NCT, there's, like, the, the, the name isn't out yet. But it's, like, the, the working title for the new team is called the NCT New Team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's based in Japan. Mm-hmm. And all the members are out yet out now. And they're all Japanese. Okay. Uh, and, and, and they're going to... It's like the last team of NCT that's gonna come out. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. It's they're gonna launch next month, so I'm also looking forward to that. So basically, it's like a gigantic team that expand infinitely. It, well, it used to be, yeah, and then like it has like all the teams. They can make a team and make a member as much as possible. Yeah, it was like the whole team. So that was very interesting, and everyone was like so comp like confused when they hear about it <laughs> yeah and the music you know like the first couple singles from nct like the seventh sands classic <laughs> fire truck those songs were very avant-garde yeah Ve- yeah very very avant-garde it was like Ruga's success but like after four or five years they became like huge for sure so like that's what nct is about it but we chose nct dream because NCT Dream is very different from 127. It's more bright mm-hmm. pop. <coughs> Their first single, I believe, was Chewing Gum, mm-hmm. which is like a Disney movie or something. It's like a high school musical type of movie. Yeah. Very kiddish. And it has that really teenage vibe into it. And they their plan was to make them graduate as they become old, right? Just like Neverland. Yeah. And they make a bright pop songs for like almost like four or five years and they even graduated Mark <laughs> the leader and like the main rapper of that yeah. group and then they came back and then they sort of you know stopped the idea and like make them as a whole team entity dream and make their music more adult yeah and they probably they were they're one of still probably one of the most popular boy band in Korea right now yeah, a lot, like, I mean, a lot of uh, girls in their, like, teens and 20s mm-hmm. 
you know, I don't want to like make the statistics for myself, but yeah, I mean, you don't know uh, those. Yeah. But my uh, my college in my college, at least like, like the thirty, like thirty to forty percent of the colleagues mm-hmm. of my of my uh, year are fans of NCT. Like, th- like, that's like to say the least. Mm-hmm. Uh, like two thirds of my friends were fans of NCT. Nice. And that just like explains it a lot. They kind of. They're like the big fish. Like, they like they and, do- and, They were like dominating the K-pop scene for a while. Yeah. It's great actually. Yeah. And they, they still are actually. <coughs> yeah, and their music is getting more mature as time goes by. Yeah, and the quality itself is getting more complex. Yeah. And uh, I gotta say, the music is crazy. Of course. Uh, yeah. So what is like your favorite music? I, I I would say like my favorite NCT Dream single was Boom. Oh yeah. It was like the first time I kind of like before that I liked I mean actually I liked their like the my first my last first love or you know chewing gum or mm-hmm. like we go up those music I liked it. Mm-hmm. But you know I'm not teenager. So oh, yeah, <coughs> those sure. music to me were like yeah, it could have fun, but it was almost like that's it for mm-hmm. me. And then I like really like the chain, which is like mm-hmm. NCT Dream doing kind of one twenty seven type of music, you know, yeah. very hip hop vibe and very hardcore. But then I listened to Boom, and that was like the first time I kind of realized that wow, their music is genuinely really good. It's not <laughs> cute or bright; it's just good. Yeah. yeah. And then I couldn't explain why it's good, you know the dance and the aesthetic of the music video and then the the sound itself was like too good for me mm-hmm. like the producing was like crazy yeah in that song and like yeah I remember like actually actually one of your staff was asked was tell I kind of like he was like oh so what is your favorite song and then I told him well I like NCT Dreams Boom. I like I listen to that music a lot. And he was like, oh, "Explain to me, like, what is it song like?" And I'm like, "Boom, boom, 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 boom." Like, uh-huh. I, I was like, think even listening to me sing, I'm like, "This doesn't make any sense." It's like yeah. you can't, you know, explain its greatness unless you listen to its sound. Yeah, which I think very which speaks for itself. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you have to listen to it. And you just get it. Yeah, and that's was very it's not I mean it's mature but it's not even mature you know what I mean and then mm-hmm. the lyrics itself was very much like what they wanted to say mm-hmm. to the world so that was like to me very yeah to me that was something I was like kind of like deep into NCT and after that I like all of their these singles after that like, yeah. it's all like Hello Future and all from them like the, the hot sauce and it, it, it was all good. Yeah. yeah it was all good so like but to me Boom is the first time I kind of get into their music mm-hmm. yeah, yeah so what would be your favorite music you know? uh, since you uh, mentioned Hello Future yeah uh, which is like their first uh, like album slash like deluxe album yep yep uh I'm gonna talk about their like l- latter later projects. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. for example, Glitch Mode. Yep. Oh, that was great. Yeah. Yeah, Glitch Mode was like my uh, first uh, song that really got me into them. 
Nice. Uh, you know, the music video is also pretty crazy, right? Mm. Uh, there's like this one clip from like behind the scenes clip of them filming the music video, mm-hmm. which is really creative and innovative. Uh, yeah. The song itself is really creative mm. in like so much aspects. And in this album also, uh, yeah, Teddy Bear. Nice. Yeah, which is really good. And from from their like newest projects, my, my favorite song is going to be uh, Broken Melodies. Oh, that was a great uh, song, yeah. Very avant-garde. Yeah, uh, I really like the lyrics from Broken Melodies mm-hmm. and Yogurt Shake. Uh, Yogurt Shake. Uh, for 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 a while, NCT Dream has had that uh, mature, like intense hip hop, yep, yep. uh, electronic type of vibe into with them. Yep, yep. But Yogurt Shake kind of switched it, switched it up back mm-hmm. to their like roots. I guess it really has that HOT type of vibe in it. Yep, yep. Uh, yogurt shake has that happiness, uh, candy type feeling, mm-hmm. and even like TVXQ's balloon type of feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I really liked yogurt shake. I listen to it every now and then. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. So their recent works were like very, very like energetic. Yeah, and, like, they keep getting big. better. Yeah, like beatbox and everything it was all good. <coughs> Actually, I kind of missed one point. Whenever I go to karaoke, Norebang, you know. Oh yeah. There's not you can't. It's almost impossible to sing boy band song mm-hmm. by yourself, you know. Yeah. There's too many members and songs are too intricate. Oh yeah. Like, it doesn't make sense if you sing it by yourself. Yeah, if you can, like, you're really talented. <laughs> and very well breathed. <laughs> yeah. But like, NCT Dreams Candy for some reason. Maybe it's because of the remake of the older song, uh-huh. but it's enjoyable, and most audience knows this song. So it's one of very few K-pop song hit song nowadays that you can sing at the Norebang. Mm-hmm. So it's very, what should I say? To me, it's very one of the special ingredient kind of song that yeah. I, whenever I want to sing, feels like singing like K-pop song. I kind of yeah, like put it on, and then not just me, just everyone just. Yes. Enjoys together. It has that feeling, uh, the, the same feeling when Big Bang remade Eamon's Has song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Krugen yeah, Noor. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was yeah. just like a generational hit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, same with uh, NCT Dream's Candy. Mm-hmm. That that song is like a generational hit for at least like three generations. Yeah, and it makes you like, you know, vibe with anyone like that likes K-pop or even likes the older songs or anything. So yeah. That, so that's kind of special to me too, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's very. What should I say? Personal re- record of like NCT Dream that we had, and like I want to talk about Mark, who is like the yes. <coughs> main rapper of the song, and like you know. Oh, when I first introduced was introduced to Gyun, oh, uh, yeah. they said Gyun is basically a, uh, uh, Mark. Oh no! Please so, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you oh, can yeah. do that. I, I, yeah. It was joking and everything. Like they were saying it, but like Mark, like you know, not many pe- people use person as a measure. You know. Yeah. There's it's it's hard to u- use someone as a measurement mm-hmm. unless you're a really big star. That's how big Mark is, basically. For sure. And his leader, like probably the best dancer, and of course the best rapper in the group and everything. 
Yeah, he's like the top tier rappers, t- rapper in like the Korean pop industry. Yeah, in that generation. Yeah, like, right yeah, now. Probably, yeah. So like, that's very. To me, like his rap is like something that kind of is very, you know. His rap is something that's very core to NCT Dream. It kind of like yeah makes a balance and everything. When uh, NCT first debuted, NCT U yeah. Uh, the Seventh Sense. Yep. Uh, I was like eleven at the time, twelve probably mm-hmm. uh, when that song came out. Uh, and I listened to the song because I was like a big fan of SM. I really liked EXO, yeah. so I just like listened through it, and it really reminded me a lot of EXO. And I was like, okay, this is SM. Like this is familiar, but always when I listen to a- an SM song, I thought the rap was really weak. Mm, uh, rap, I agree with you. rap part was like very weak, but as, as soon as like the second verse comes on, mm. Mark like raps like Kendrick Lamar. No, like I'm not even joking. Like his ad libs were like doo doo, which is like K dot. Yeah, uh, and I was so intrigued. I was so uh, surprised and fascinated by <coughs> it because I mean, he was so talented. Yeah, and like like song like Chain doesn't make any sense without Mark. It's oh just, yeah, it's just impossible. Yeah, like he plays like a big part of the song. Yeah, well, all the rap and that kind of adds on to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that's for sure very important for him. And also, like the, I mean, we all know, but like the voice of Hat Chang is very special, and unique. crazy, and like you, he's just it's like a pepper that just, you know, spice up the whole song and everything. Yeah, Hat Chang is like, yeah, he is like the mm, what should I say? Iron Man of NCT, like uh, it can't uh, it can't function hundred mm-hmm. percent without his voice. I agree with you. Like probably he's the frontman almost of NCT. Almost like his voice is like the most unique one. His voice is a gem. Yeah, that's the probably the wa- the reason why like NCT Dream's like music has some special vocal into it and everything. Yeah, and the thing is like he adds so much color into the music. Yeah. So <coughs> their whole concept, the the brighter, the more high school, high mm-hmm. teen type of feeling. Mm-hmm. I, I think Hetan contributed uh, a lot into the concept. Mm-hmm. His voice is really 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 special. I also kind of like the uh, album ISTJ. Oh, yeah. Because MBTI kind of grew crazy in Korea. And, like, yeah. It was like, crazy. If you guys don't know, like, MBTI has been like a fever. It's like yeah. a COVID. That just... I'm, I'm really getting sick of it. <laughs> and ISTJ is, I believe, the most common MBTI for Koreans. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's a basically like a public officer type of oh, okay. personality. Well, I am an INTJ, by the way. You're INTJ. So, like, I'm one letter uh, away from ISTJ. Yeah, but that's a very, there's a very big difference. It is, it is. Because yeah. INTJ is more like a mastermind. Yeah. Like, I'm ENFP. Okay. I mean, INTJ and ENFP get by very easily. And that's very yeah. classic uh, manga combination. You know? Yeah, like, like, like a duo. Yeah, like of. One Piece, like Luffy's ENFP, classic ENFP. And, <laughs> and Zoro. Zoro <laughs> or Low, typical yeah, Low. They're classic yeah, INTJs. For sure. And for Dragon Ball too, like 
Vegeta. Yeah, Goku is classic ENFP. Uh, Vegeta <laughs> is classic INTJ. Naruto and Sasuke. <coughs> of course, that's like yeah, that's, that's like a Naruto and Sasuke is like almost like a yeah. stereotype of those two characters. Almost, yeah. they're so typical ENFP For character, sure. typical INTJ character that like you can't get by. It's just something that Japanese love to use. Yeah. And which and which works like well like every single time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess you kind of look like Sasuke a little bit. You can. Oh, do I that. appreciate it. Yeah. You can do, like the Sasuke type of like uh, music sometimes. Yeah, like, for music. sure. Like I don't know what that. I gotta figure that out. <laughs> it's probably gonna be dark as hell. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. You have to cut your own arm or something. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, put like a red lens on. Red, oh red, yeah. Like yeah, red yeah. contact lens yeah, on. Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah, fire. Yeah, but like those like what should I say like th- that kind of like like see we said we kind of got sick of MBTI but it kind of spiced up our conversation <laughs> yeah yeah and I think that is like the whole point of it <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah. exactly that's so funny like, to be honest like when NCT Dream first dropped uh, their like third studio album yep. I was like so uh, I was so stoked basically so I like checked Spotify and the album title was ISTJ <laughs> and I was like 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 why like yeah, well, cheap, yeah. why why did they do this like it's NCT like yeah, yeah. bro like are you serious and then I like listened to the album and like I totally get why they did it yeah, it was hip uh, as hell yeah yeah and I think like it is like a big big hipster move for them to do that as well yeah uh, they really broke the expectations. True. Yeah. I mean, nowadays, like, NCT is probably one of the most reliable group yeah. as a sound. Like, their yeah. music is always good. Yeah, yeah it can't go wrong. Yeah, so that's NCT Dream that, like, we talked about. I mean, we kind of basically sh- shared our personal stories about NCT Dream and everything. Yeah. But, like, but, I mean, NCT Dream is a one thing that I want to talk about is they've been out for like almost 10 years now, right? 8 years or something? Yeah, wow. (laughs) But they're still freaking young. Yeah, so they're like 2 years away from celebrating a decade anniversary. Yeah, like... Which is crazy. Actually, they're not as older than June. Like, are they, aren't they like 3 years older than you or something? Uh, I believe uh, Mark is a bit older, yeah. Mark and Hitsan is like, wait, so who is like the oldest in the team? Mark, Mark. definitely. Mark. Wow. So that means, uh, yeah, Mark is like only like four to five years older than me. Yeah. Hitsan is probably like three to four. Uh, his two. He was born in two thousand. So that's like in Korean age. That's four years older than me. Yeah. Uh, and the youngest would be. Jisung, Jisung, yeah, right? He's like, he's like two years older than me, yes. which is pretty crazy. That's crazy, man. Yeah. And uh, when they debuted, I was I was like tw- twelve, uh, twelve at the time. So that means most of them were in their middle school, yeah, middle yep. school ages yep. when they debuted. debuted, which is pretty, which is pretty crazy. crazy. And they. Uh, and they worked for like seven eight years like crazy high like successful career but they're still like in their early 20s yeah and and like <coughs> it is crazy like they're like how how their work ethic goes yep <laughs> and they're only in their like mid-20s yeah and then like their career is like 
like their like I mean their colors like per neo champagne is very bright green oh yeah it works only for youth for sure but for them it still works clearly they're still young yeah they're in their like eighth year in their uh, career and, and gosh they're it's they're still like 24 23 they can work for like eight more years until they go to army or something that's crazy wow they can like make like i don't want to like, talk about money but like they, they can make generational wealth before <laughs> enlisting an army probably which yeah. is crazy man that's god that's a lot a lot to think about like that's the, probably the reason why they started debut that so early mm-hmm. like because of like the army and stuff <coughs> yeah i mean it's like the way for the best way to training yourself is to just debut and try i guess but mm-hmm. they trained on stage literally yeah so so most of them are like uh uh one of those growing characters yep, like yep. One, like peter parker type feeling i agree yeah harry potter peter parker yeah. type characters and i think that's the, that's the reason why everyone loves them like they try so hard yeah i mean you can kind of see them grow yeah but you grew old with them basically well not old but like old old but like grow work yeah, yeah for sure and not just their you know like their appearances or their dance moves and like singing skills their work ethics yeah, and the way yeah. they're maturing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i think that is like a major uh charming point of the group yep that's 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 i agree with you i can't add more to it can't agree more with that that's very amazing so it's very 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 demanding project and very you know risky project but yeah I mean, it, it, it is almost like a social experiment yeah, in like, a way. Yeah, like yeah. only SM at that time could do it. It's just like impossible to do it in other countries or other level. Yeah. So like it's very enjoying, enjoyable to like watch those like seven, eight years of NCT mm-hmm. Dream and you're looking forward to the next eight years. <laughs> yeah. And even see the old, oldest member, Mark, is a Canadian. So he doesn't oh, wow. go to Army. So that adds <laughs> like one, two more years. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm rooting for him. Like, he he still has that extra couple years. Yeah. So it's kudos like, to him. <laughs> so it's like very very long time, longer time for us to like you know enjoy their work more. So yeah, yeah. That's pretty much it for us to use about Entity Dream. Is there anything you add else you want to add on to Entity Dream? Uh, oh yeah, like they're super consistent. Oh yeah. So their, their music is like yeah. Gosh. Like I want to, uh, like I'm I'm still not over the last album, which came like came out like a few months ago. Yep, yep. Uh, I'm already like anticipating their next project. Oh yeah. I mean, which is not that, uh, which is, you know, not that desirable because I mean I make music also. No. And when people ask me when's the next project coming out, I get stressed out. <laughs> uh, but still, like I'm anticipated for their next music. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they, they're like what I really like about them is their uniqueness like yeah. it's the project that you can't ever see in any other part of the world for sure like chewing gum like that young boys with that work ethic and with that energy just you know start the career and then just you know grow with the fans mm-hmm. that's just an amazing experience to watch it's kind of like a Truman show in a 
yeah, hip hop、yeah. idol way, I guess. Or、yeah. what is it? The、uh, Boyhood, yeah. Oh, oh, the、yeah. the movie. Yeah, the movie. Yeah, that kind of you know like project or anything. That's very yeah. That that was very very like. It took like a lot of courage to make that kind of project and actually、mm-hmm. execute the project, but it was kind of worth it, I think. It was the, definitely the project, everything. So yeah, and it feels weird to like, like look at them like all grown up. <laughs> yeah, and it does actually. Yeah, and their skills are like you know off the roof. Yep, yep. Yeah, it's crazy.、Oh, their dance, this is crazy. Yeah. So we'll look forward to their next album.、Mm-hmm. So w- we will like see. NCT Dream, they're not the youngest, but you know their image was probably like the youngest group ever. Yeah. But like next week, we're gonna change the mood a lot and <laughs> yeah, come yeah. with the DJ DOC, which is like <laughs> a rap group. It's it's not even K-pop idol. Yeah, that is like that's like a one eighty degree <laughs> plot twist. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, and like not even like K-pop fans would know DJ DOC much because they're even older than Drunken Tiger. Yeah, so they're like the zero like. The the zeros generation yep, of, yep. of K K hip hop. Yep, yep, and K hip hop and K pop too. But、yeah. like, I want to talk about them a little bit because you know, sometimes I want to talk about the foundation of K pop, like、mm-hmm. Teddy Boys, Juice, and DJ DOC, and like those groups. And Sateji, it's a bit harder because they have YG and Sateji is the biggest figure. But DJ DOC, I think we should start a little bit lighter because、mm-hmm. they have only one. What should I say? Arguably memorable album.、So mm-hmm. It's it's more lighter group. Yeah. But their impact is not light. So like we'll talk about that next year. All right. So that's the end of the year episode for us. Yeah. Thank you for enjoying the having a enjoying the ride with us for this whole like what was it like four months or something? It was, yeah. It was pretty pretty long, but it was a very good experience. Yeah. It has been uh like a great uh. Great,、uh, half of it, half of a year、uh, for us, and I hope to see you guys next year as well. And have a, you know, hope you guys had a great holiday、mm-hmm. and、uh, happy New Year's, guys. Yep, happy happy New Year, guys. Oh, and you can follow us on for me TYB Kpop in TikTok and Instagram. And how about you? Uh, yeah, it is not Gune on uh. On Instagram,、uh, Twitter, and TikTok,、uh, nowhere else.、Uh, yeah. Soon you'll have like a fake a fake ID. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not 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 as of now, but maybe someday. Yeah. yeah. So watch out for that and beware of that and check the legit ID. So until, yeah. So thank you for this whole year, guys, and then see you guys next year. Actually.